Big claims from China's communist leader during his New Year's speech. What's really going on with the country's economy? And a warning directed at Taiwan. Another nation is escalating its war preparations, with North Korea abandoning any prospects of peaceful reunification with the South. Instead, it's vowing nuclear retaliation. Reflecting on the year 2023, has a new axis of evil emerged as a global threat? This time, the charged phrase doesn't mean the Middle East. Instead, the shift in power is leaning towards communist China. How are China and its allies connected? And the free world takes action to keep its military edge with a focus on technology. Happy New Year and welcome to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. As much of the world celebrated 2024 with joy, China's communist leader Xi Jinping shared a different story over the weekend. China's economy is in trouble. It's the first time Xi has made such a remark in his decades worth of New Year's messages. Acknowledging missing jobs and struggling businesses, she warned of more economic challenges in the year ahead, speaking about a wave of economic winds and rains. The remarks followed new data from Beijing showing fresh signs of China's economic trouble. The country's factory activity hit a six-month low in December, owing to limited orders both at home and abroad. The economy was a major concern for China this year, with issues ranging from a property downturn to rising unemployment and mounting local debts. They've also made their economy very difficult to invest in. They've scared off a lot of their investors. Uh, they've uh, basically created a real estate bubble that's, that popped when uh, Evergrande uh, you know, went under. So uh, they've got a lot of uh, structural challenges at play. On top of the economic cautioning, Xi Jinping added another layer to his New Year message, a fresh warning for Taiwan, calling the reunification of Taiwan and China, quote, inevitable. The comments come less than two weeks before voters on the self-ruled island elect a new leader. The Chinese Communist Party claims Taiwan as its own territory, despite never having ruled it. Here's what Taiwan's president said in her last New Year's address on Monday. What is the future of cross-strait relations? I think it should be consistent with the principles of democracy. That is, finding the joint will of Taiwan's people in order to make a decision. After all, we are a democratic country. As for what course to follow in relations with China, we have to follow the democratic process. Shifting to the Korean Peninsula, North Korea says it no longer wants to reunify with South Korea and promises nuclear retaliation if confronted. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un is walking away from the possibility of peaceful reunification with South Korea. Instead, he's accelerating war preparations. That's to prepare for any action he sees as aggression from the West. The totalitarian state continued missile tests throughout 2023 in defiance of international sanctions. It launched its first spy satellite in November and vows to launch three more in 2024. 
Kim blames Seoul and Washington for worsening relations with his country by trying to collapse his regime. Instead, he's now bringing the North closer to current allies like China and Russia. Pyongyang's threats are motivating greater cooperation between the U.S., South Korea and Japan. Now we take a look back to the year of 2023. In 2002, President George W. Bush warned the U.S. of a new axis of evil threatening the world, a phrase that came to define a big part of America's foreign policy in the coming decades and its focus on the Middle East. Now that term is making a comeback. What we have now is an axis of evil, China, Russia, and Iran. So this is the broadest threat to the democratic world than we've had since before the Berlin Wall came down. In 2023, experts say the Chinese regime's role in this new axis has only become more apparent. And so when you look at all the challenges that the United States and the West in total faces around the world, they, every single one of them, every single one of the challenges that the U.S. and the West faces around the world, you can tie directly back to China's support for that challenge. The Chinese regime has boosted its military ties with Russia this year and has been giving crucial support to Moscow's war on Ukraine. That's by helping Russia evade Western financial and other sanctions and supplying it with key technology. Meanwhile, Russia has handed China submarine technology that could be a game changer in a potential war with U.S. allies. Putin and Xi Jinping have pledged to work together on high-tech weapons. Though the Chinese regime has portrayed itself as a neutral peacemaker in the Israeli-Hamas war, its actions have suggested otherwise. The conflict started with the Hamas terrorist group's cross-border stealth attack on Israel on October 7th, killing 1,200 people and making it the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. Since the attack, the Chinese regime has blocked a U.S.-led resolution to condemn Hamas's attack and voted in favor of a Russian-drafted one. Meanwhile, its foreign minister has reaffirmed the Chinese regime's support for the Palestinians' quote, just cause. Later, a CNN analysis found that weapons used by Hamas militants appear to be made in Russia and China. Many, like this Soviet Bill 50 caliber machine gun, appear to be Russian or Chinese firearms, relics from previous wars that made their way into the hands of Hamas. That's as the Hamas leader directly said in an interview that the organization wants to appeal to Russia and China. The Chinese regime has reportedly used state media and social media to both support Hamas and undercut Israel and the U.S. in the battle to control the narrative. At the same time, China has ramped up its support for Iran. The country has long offered military training and financial aid to Hamas, and it was reportedly involved in Hamas's October 7th attack. Uh, China offers strong support for Iran, and Iran is directly implicated in the war with uh, support for Hamas. The Chinese regime's support for Hamas and Iran may be tied to its bigger geopolitical ambitions in the Middle East, a region traditionally home to a strong U.S. presence. Beijing sees the region with great potential for its ambitious global expansion plan, the Belt and Road Initiative, plus its increased investment and economic partnerships with Arab nations like Saudi Arabia and the UAE, as well as Iran. Also in 2023, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un met with Chinese delegations and vowed to boost cooperation with the Chinese regime to a new high. 
the free world took action in 2023 to counter the Chinese regime's global infiltration and expansion. One of the most notable battlefields between the U.S. and China is the semiconductor sector. This technology's weight lies in what it can be used to develop, military artificial intelligence. America leads the world in advanced semiconductor design, period, full stop. We're a couple years ahead of China. No way are we going to let them catch up. We cannot let them catch up. So we're going to deny them our most cutting-edge technology. With bipartisan support, the Biden administration has laid out multiple measures to cut the Chinese regime off from AI chips. These include stopping some U.S. exports of chips and chip-making tools to China, banning certain U.S. investments in the industry, and adding a dozen chip-related military-tied Chinese companies to the entity list. The administration is also racing to close loopholes that give the regime access to American AI chips. On the local government level, Florida escalated its countermeasures against Chinese infiltration this year. The state has banned public universities from taking money from or partnering with entities from China. Other laws restrict land ownership in Florida by Chinese citizens and prohibit the use of Chinese-owned social media like TikTok and WeChat on government devices. Zooming out to other parts of the world, earlier this year the U.S. also convinced the Netherlands and Japan to get on board. Both now restrict the Chinese regime's access to machinery used for advanced chip making. Over in Europe, Italy is pulling out of the Chinese regime's Belt and Road Initiative. The plan promises massive Chinese investment in infrastructure, but is seen by the U.S. and many experts as a scheme for the CCP to buy influence and infiltrate other countries' national security. Italy is the only major Western power to have signed on to the pact and is now leaving to realign with its American and EU allies. In Asia, Japan raised its military spending to a record high in 2023, aiming to counter China's military threats with more missiles and ships. The country also bolstered security and economic ties with Southeast Asian countries to cope with what critics call the Chinese regime's maritime aggression and economic coercion. For many Americans, 2023 has made Chinese infiltration feel closer to home. In January, photos of a giant white balloon caused a huge stir. The aircraft was later reported to be a Chinese spy balloon. It flew across the U.S. and was said to be able to gather intelligence from several sensitive American military sites. U.S. officials say similar balloons from China have flown over more than 40 countries. 2023 has also seen a record number of Chinese nationals flooding in through America's southern border, many of them military-aged men, and it has lawmakers and foreign policy experts worried. Chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee said many of these Chinese migrants have known ties to the Chinese Communist Party's military. He said the alleged insertions are very likely using Russia's template of sending military personnel into Ukraine adding China is doing the same in the United States. 
Experts have voiced fears of potential Chinese spies sneaking in while hiding amongst regular migrants. Border Patrol agents caught over 24,000 Chinese citizens at the Mexican border in 2023 by September. That's more than 12 times the previous year and a 7,000-person increase from 2021. China's economy is not doing well, the message confirmed by none other than Chinese Communist leader Xi Jinping. But what exactly made 2023 so troubling for the Chinese economy? It looks pretty serious. A lot of the biggest banks who've been um, in the hedge funds that have been very pro-China, um, you know, bullish on China, uh, seem to be pulling back. To say the least, 2023 was a bad year for the Chinese economy. Consumer spending and manufacturing have struggled to recover from the country's COVID-19 lockdowns. Youth unemployment has reached a record high to the point that Chinese authorities said they would no longer publish the data. The real estate sector once made up a quarter of China's GDP, but lately it's plagued with bankruptcies. And if its property bubble finally bursts, it could crush many local governments under debt. Those local branches under the Chinese Communist Party heavily rely on selling lands to developers to stay funded. To make things worse, the Chinese market has never been a scarier place for foreign investors due to the worsening geopolitical environment. Foreign investment into China turned negative for the first time since records began in 1998. In this year's third quarter, China saw an outflow of over $11 billion. And investor confidence doesn't seem to be coming back. About 90% of the foreign investment that entered China's stock market in 2023 has reportedly left. Take Goldman Sachs. The investment bank has been a longtime champion for investing in China. But now, it's regretting its bet on China's post-pandemic reopening boom. As Chinese stock fell over 15% in 2023, Goldman Sachs' currency head is announcing that China no longer correlates with emerging markets. Likewise, the World Bank forecasts that China's economy will slow sharply in 2024, calling its recovery fragile. Beijing's effort to block an American company from performing around the globe, reaching a U.S. ally in 2023. An NTD investigation caught Beijing on record during an attempt to block Shen Yun from performing in South Korea. Shen Yun is the world's premier classical Chinese dance company based in upstate New York. In a recorded phone call, a Chinese embassy spokesperson spoke not only about intervening, but also defaming the company. Here's what he said. The, the Chinese embassy has been informing the Korean side of Chinese position against the, the Shenyun performance. Shenyun is known for its portrayals of classical Chinese culture, including the persecution of religious believers such as Falun Gong practitioners. Investigations have found that the Chinese Communist Party is blocking Shenyun due to its portrayal of traditional Chinese culture and the CCP's efforts to suppress it. This admission sheds light on China's efforts to influence policies and muzzle companies even on foreign soil. The discovery has drawn attention from the U.S. State Department and multiple lawmakers. 
Next, we'd like to take a moment to share some of your comments about our last show. Commenting on our report about thousands of people in central China taking to the streets to protest the death of a local teenager, Glenn Robinson wrote, This makes me realize that Chinese people want freedom and democracy just like everyone else. How can Chinese people overthrow their evil dictators? Timothy Chung wrote in with a question asking, I thought China was oppressive. How can they protest without police violence? When talking about mass protests, people associate the idea with photos of tanks lining the streets of Beijing in 1989, when the Chinese Communist Party violently suppressed a pro-democracy student movement. But in recent years, the Chinese regime has more often used another method to punish protests, with the goal of reducing global attention. Authorities retaliate against protesters afterwards. It happened after China's blank paper movement demonstration one year ago, as well as to those who've been fighting for their rights after their homes were forcibly torn down by the state. Coming up, New Year, new warning. China's leader cautioning Taiwanese voters ahead of the island's critical elections. Plus, more insight on China-Taiwan dynamics. China's year 2023 marked by surging deaths, overflowing hospitals, and packed parking lots outside funeral homes. But satellite images reveal about China's public health woes. And holiday decorations made in China could be linked to forced labor. A closer look at the latest allegations facing Beijing and more after the break here on China in Focus. Welcome back to China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Continuing with our review of the year 2023 and what to look out for in 2024. The year 2023 saw continued escalation from China over Taiwan, particularly in the context of the island's upcoming presidential elections. Voters will visit the polls in just two weeks. This past year, the Chinese regime increased military activities against the self-ruled island. That included sending warships and fighter jets near Taiwan as an intimidation tactic. Could the U.S. endure the costs of suddenly losing the Chinese market if Beijing decides to invade Taiwan? One House panel is asking the Federal Reserve to test out what would happen. Andrew Thornbrook, national security correspondent for the Epic Times, weighs in on the move. A a direct conflict or even indirect conflict between China and the United States would be detrimental for the entire globe economically. Um, We've seen report after report that, you know, the U.S. economy and Chinese economy would essentially crater in, in a way that we haven't seen since the Great Depression. Chinese Communist leader Xi Jinping claims the reunification of Taiwan with China is inevitable, emphasizing Beijing's long-held stance on the island. The Chinese regime has also threatened more trade sanctions on Taiwan as the election nears. This past year, the U.S. maintained its policy of strategic ambiguity regarding how it would respond if China invaded Taiwan. Meanwhile, Washington kept a robust yet unofficial relationship with the island. 
The U.S. has also continued to sell defensive weapons to Taiwan, though there has been a significant backlog in delivering the weapons. That's while the U.S. continues sending arms to Ukraine. The holdup has raised concerns about Taiwan's preparedness to address a potential war. On the health front, 2023 started for China with surging deaths and rising demand for funeral homes. Beijing lifted pandemic restrictions in December 2022. Weeks later, satellite images captured cars swarming parking lots outside funeral homes across the country. Here is a photo of a funeral house in Beijing before the restrictions were lifted. Around two weeks later, there's the lot filled with cars. Next, a funeral home in southeastern Zhejiang. Here's what it looked like in early January, relatively empty. And there it is just two weeks later. Similar contrasts played out in Tangshan, a town in northern Hebei province. And outside a crematorium in Shanghai, mourners piled wreaths on a cart. One of them was weeping. NTD called several funeral homes in Shanghai at the time. Staff members told us that they were overflowing. To protect their identities, we've distorted their voices. We serve the Jinshan district. We don't serve other areas. We can't even deal with the bodies in our area. Toward the end of the year, waves of respiratory diseases swept China. A pneumonia outbreak has ripped through the country since November, with children's hospitals nationwide overflowing with patients. This December, a top Chinese CDC expert said COVID-19 is one of the main viruses driving the country's current sickness outbreak. That's among the majority of affected patients between ages 15 and 59. More goods shipped from China carrying hidden cries for help. The notes say the products come from Chinese prisons. And mounting evidence from recent years is shedding light on the findings. Let's dive in. A number of Chinese products are pointing to forced labor allegations. A month ago, a British shopper discovered a Chinese prisoner ID sealed inside the lining of her brand new coat. And it wasn't an isolated case. Communist China has long been known to use forced labor to punish prisoners. In 2012, an Oregon resident discovered a letter calling for rescue, hiding inside a Halloween decoration. It tells a story of the prisoner who made the product. Based on the letter, he was suffering from forced labor persecution after refusing to give up his fate, a spiritual meditation practice called Falun Gong. The prisoner wrote that workers are barely paid and had been forced to work for 15 hours a day noting that this had been going on for years. He hid two dozen of the rescue letters in products he made, hoping whoever found them would pass them on to human rights organizations. Companies accused of using forced labor manufacturing have faced boycotts or penalties in recent years. In 2020, a U.S. company was fined half a million dollars for importing powdered sweetener made by Chinese prison labor. That's the first penalty case under a 2015 act, which bans U.S. business from importing goods tied to forced labor. Zooming out, the Chinese Communist Party seemingly took up the practice from the Soviet Union in the last century. On the platform of protecting universal human rights, the democratic world has long condemned it. Under international pressure, Beijing abolished its reform through labor system 10 years ago. But evidence and reports say forced labor is still happening under the table on Chinese soil. 
That's all for today's China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocusntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.